Hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Ash. And I'm Soph. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel, travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing travel hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party of two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hello, Travel Brad Tribe. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is Ashley here today, and I am going to be doing a segment on the most memorable travel stories. And I have John here. Say hi, John. Hello, hello, hello. If you don't already know, John is my boyfriend and also my favorite travel partner. Uh, Sophia is too, of course, but it's just different traveling with your partner. And we have some crazy stories that we're definitely going to be telling One in particular that we're going to be talking about is our experience with Spirit Airlines in Costa Rica. The Spirit Uh, debacle. Yeah, we were calling it the Spirit debacle because it was absolutely crazy. But it's so funny. John and I actually just got back from Tulum, Mexico. So definitely be tuning in for the weeks to come. We're going to be doing a whole entire guide. We were there for about four days um, all about Tulum. And we have even crazier travel stories from Tulum that I can't wait to share also. But we have to get this one out because this is the craziest experience I've ever had with an airline. And yeah, you could imagine that it's spirit. (laughs) What do you expect? I mean, it was a low cost airline and we definitely like to get our money's worth. But anyways, so John and I, what time did we get to the airport? Because with traveling out of the country in order to get back into the States, at least when we went to Costa Rica a month and a half ago, was in order to get back into the States, you have to have a negative COVID test. Right. So we set up getting COVID tests at SJO, which is in San Jose in Costa Rica, which is the capital and their main airport. Um, so they were saying we needed to be at the airport four or five hours ahead of time. So we ended well, up getting there so this. early. Let me phrase this. Ashley likes to be to the airport at least five or six hours ahead of time. Okay, that's so extreme. I was reading on the thing that, okay, the COVID test could take up to an hour, could take up to two. So I just didn't want to risk <laughs> anything. So I scheduled it for like, I think, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Of that morning, and our flight wasn't until 1.55. So we had a 1.55 flight. We ended up getting to the airport, returning our rental car, doing all of that stuff. By like 8.30, we were in there getting our COVID tests. And so like, we're kind of tired. I mean, driving through the roads, we went from our Airbnb to the airport, um, which was a lot closer. It was only like a 30-minute drive. We were trying to find a gas station to fill up, so then we didn't have to like pay outrageous prices. But which, by the way, generally gas stations in other countries are kind of sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that is, but and hard to find. We were following these signs for like a gas station, and like we all of a sudden were like in this neighborhood where it was like definitely like no stores, nothing. We were like went. 20 minutes out of the way to go through these like back dirt roads that were taking us all around. But anyways, that's not even the story. Anyways, we get to the airport. We've now gotten there at 8.30. We returned our rental car, took a shuttle. We're now getting our COVID tests. So we go through all that entire process. Then we actually get into the airport. There are such long lines everywhere. Like it was really chaotic. But once you got through like the actual check-in process with spirit the security lines were really really short they got us right through 
So we're through. We literally have like three hours until our flight. We're done. We're negative for COVID, which was great. And so like we're chilling kind of. We're just doing our thing. Having some cafe con leche. Trying to practice our Spanish. Buying the notebooks. Doing the thing. Yes, I always like to buy a notebook when we travel. But so yeah, anyways, we're just like trying to kill time at this point. I feel like we had really weird interactions the entire time at the airport too. Like we had like some random guy like ask us if we can like watch his stuff while he goes to the bathroom. And John's like. I'm like, no, man, like we're getting up. And the guy's like, sweet, thanks for watching it. I'll be right back. And we're like, uh, I feel like we're not supposed to be doing this. Anyways, so. He left his baggage unattended at an airport. Yeah, we should have just reported him. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally like get through and let me tell you, like this was a full packed flight. We're on there. It's like. Yeah, so we're going through the process. We get on to the flight and everything. And John and I like don't like to bring checked bags normally. This time we actually did have a checked bag because I was like, we're going to be traveling, taking a lot of cute pictures and like hiking boots and everything. So we brought a checked bag between the two of us. We just had one and then we had our backpacks like normal because we don't like to pay for um, carry-ons ever through spirit. We always get away with our backpacks. We actually did pay for a checked bag this time, both ways, obviously. But anyway, so we have our checked bag. That's a thing. We get onto this flight. We're now sitting there and then time is passing and it's like 1.55 and we still haven't taken off. And so like, they like make an announcement and they're just like, okay, there's just like a brief delay. Well, the winds were too high. Yeah, like the winds are too high. We're just sitting this one out. Like, hopefully it'll get better. We'll come back on here in like 30 minutes, they said. And at this point, like, we're just kind of like, okay, I've heard it's kind of a crazy airport to fly in and out of. Right? Didn't you hear that too? Right, right. So, like, they were saying it's notorious for, like, you have to, like, drop down because it's, like, in between mountains and it usually is very windy over there. So, anyways... We're like, it was really windy that day. It was extremely windy. I remember getting done with our COVID tests and going outside and like being like, oh man, it's kind of like very noticeably windy. And when we were driving too, I remember being like, dang, but I never really, obviously that would impact flying, but I never really thought that it would impact us like going right. at 155. So anyways, we start going, um, now like it's like two 30 and then they make this Big announcement. They're like, the flight attendant was like, we're going to need 60 volunteers to get off of the flight. Um, And they said, so what they said was, it's too windy to take off with the current weight of the plane. So we need 60 volunteers to get off of the plane and we'll pay for your hotel for the night Mm -hmm. and... You'll get another flight home tomorrow. Same At the flight, same time, yeah. And you'll get a $250 voucher mm-hmm. to do it. And, or either that, or if we don't get all 60 of the people, then we're going to have to wait basically until it's not windy anymore. Yeah, or like we literally are going to wait until 60 people do get off. Right. Like they're like, we're just going to sit here until somebody makes a decision. Basically. So people started getting off. Like the guy next to us is like, I live here. I'm not getting off. And like all these other people kind of started to go. And like they were saying it originally in Spanish too first and then saying it in English. So like it was kind of a little bit confusing at first. We're like, we watched these people all get up and start like grabbing their backpacks and like looking really pissed off. 
You remember that? Yeah. And we were like, what the heck is going on? Like, what did they just say? And the guy next to us, basically. Yeah, he like reiterated what they were saying. And then we're like, okay, well, I guess 60 people are going to get off. Like, that's cool. And then we're like, okay, but like at this point, it's three o'clock. We're an hour, almost and a half behind schedule. And we're like, whatever, it's Sunday. We're going to fly. We're going to get into Miami. We need to get our car, like all this stuff. So anyways, we're sitting there and then time's passing and we just were like, okay, okay. Well, because by the time we got back to Miami, mm -hmm. dropped in, picked the car up, went through customs and then drove home. It was probably going to be like, like two o'clock in the morning. But we were like willing to do it. We were still just sitting there and then we, this was what really pushed us over the edge. So I FaceTimed my parents. And I'm like, hey, because they were actually in Costa Rica at the same exact time. And they were like, Ashley, like, get off of that flight. Like, right now, like, they're saying all this stuff. As we're FaceTiming them, a guy a couple rows ahead of us is like, says to the flight attendant, hey, can, like, I sit on the other side of this flight? Like, sit on this other row? And she's like, no, we're going to have to, like, redistribute the weight because, like, we need to be really balanced to go off. And I'm like screw this like I'm getting off this flight like I'm not like risking any of this my boss is also my stepdad so like if he was okay with me missing Monday I was like okay like I'll make up that day like I'll work whatever so like John and I they were like up to like 54 people yeah and we so we were just like screw it screw it we grabbed our bags we got off the flight this is where it gets crazy so we get off the flight and then they make us get in this line like in front of like the ticket counter they made us get in this like really really long line for like no good reason but like it's all the people that were on our flight there was this girl who was traveling by herself we were talking with her we were going through all this stuff and so we're like waiting in line we're kind of like what the heck are they making us do like in like 30 minutes pass and we're kind of like Okay, it's now like almost five o'clock. Like we got off this flight thinking, okay, we're going to go get a hotel really quick. We're going to get back through everything. And like, this is going to be great and dandy. Right. And we get to go, we can hang out. Ashley likes to bet at the casino. Well, we thought we had a whole nother night. <laughs> so we're sitting in line and we have to fill out this form. There's one person at the counter filling out this form for 60 people. We're literally standing in line for two and a half hours. Just to fill out one form. this guy is filling out one form when he could have just handed the form out to everyone and they could have just filled it out. Yeah. All right there. Everyone could have just filled it out. So. No biggie. Like it would have been nothing. Like we got up to the front and we're like, you mean we just waited in line for two and a half hours to just fill out a form that could have been just handed to us as we were walking off the plane? Like because it was for our future voucher. Which, like, at that point, I didn't really even give two craps because I just wanted to get to the hotel and get out of there. But that's not where it stops. So we waited two and a half hours. Everybody fills out this form. He basically hurdles us like cattle. But at this point, we've been in line for two and a half hours. We watched everybody get off of the plane. They got everybody off of the plane, brought them back inside the airport, and then had them reboard. A different terminal or something. Yeah, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. This was all spirit, so shout out to that. Yeah, shout out to spirit. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) so we're like, okay, we made the right decision. We made the right decision. But then we're in line for two and a half hours and we're like, this is bananas. 
Anyways, so he hurdles us all like cattle and is like, everybody filled out the form. We're on to the next step. Like, follow me. We're going to go get you your luggage. Right, and get you back through customs. Yeah. So that we can get you over and shuttle you over to the hotel. Yeah, so <laughs> we start walking and everything and we go to customs and we're like, we look at each other like, great, there's no line. <laughs> like, we're just going to be able to walk up. No, they wouldn't. We couldn't go back through customs because they couldn't re-stamp our passports. They had us stand off to the side in this one line because they said that. What did they even say? That they needed an email from Spirit, like allowing us entry back. I don't know what it was. Back into the country or something. And when we never left in the first place. We're literally standing in line in customs for another... Four hours, I would say. Yeah, I felt like by that point we had been there. It was like 7.30 or 8 o'clock at that point. And like we were, now what they were doing. So there were 60 of us, like I was saying. And like some are families, some people are solo travels. It was like me and John. Older people, children. Like I was so happy. John and I ate such a big lunch because I was like, we don't really want to eat when we get back into the States. Like we, so let's eat like a huge lunch. I was so thankful because at 7.30, like, I was starting to get real hungry, hangry, we're anxious, like, all this stuff. Because at this point, like, we're not done yet when we get through customs. We still have to get our bag. We still have to get to the shuttle. We still have to get to the hotel. So they start, like, calling, like, four or five people at a time to go through customs. It was the weirdest thing. It was like they were getting emailed or approvals for, like, singular people as we're in this huge group. So it's, like, causing so much frustration. Like, you're watching the person in front of you go, and they've been gone for now 20 minutes, and it's like, why the heck am I still waiting here? Like, how is this so hard? Yeah, and imagine, and it's kind of hard to imagine unless you've been to, like, Disneyland in, like, a really, 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 really busy day. But imagine waiting in a three-hour line to get on a ride and then just getting at the end of the line again and just waiting for another three hours. Just standing for literally probably five or six hours straight. Yeah, of standing because you don't really want to sit on the ground at the airport. Yeah, it's like like all nasty. It's so gross. And we had been there since 8.30 in the morning, like 8 o'clock. We started our day at 7.30 to trek to return the rental car to do our COVID tests and... All this stuff. So we're like, okay, we're like looking at each other like we've got to stay calm. And like I kind of see John starting to get like real upset like to the point where like you went up and talked to one of the guys and was like, what is the deal here? Like this is so inappropriate. I was, I was messaging, direct messaging Spirit Airlines on Instagram being like, this is completely inappropriate. They're like keeping us. They won't let us leave. Like at this point, I felt like I was having like some sort of like panic attack. I was losing my cool like completely. Because like we're now five, six hours in of something we thought like, okay, we're doing this favor for you guys because you guys couldn't take off unless we did this. So yeah, so... Anyways, they call our names. I hear Jonathan Bucci and Ashley DeBoer, and I'm like, ah. At this point, you were taking little wins. I was okay with that. (laughs) So we get through, and then what happens next? Oh, I start. Oh, yeah, wait. We get through, (laughs) and we go to the spot where all of our bags are supposed to be because... They were supposed to take off the luggage. They were supposed to take off our luggage so then we could have our checked luggage 
because we obviously were no longer flying to Miami. Right, because we checked the bag. We didn't have any clothes with us. We just had like a carry-on pack at that point. Yeah, we just had like our laptops and stuff. So everybody around us has now gotten their checked luggage. They have everything. They're like, yes, let's go to the hotel. I have this brand new luggage that we had finally used for this trip. And we are looking everywhere. It is not there. It's gone. It's nowhere. Like in there, I was like, is there anywhere else that this could be at all? Like I'm checking through everywhere I could possibly find around that area. Nothing. We go over and we find the one guy who had been the ringleader through all of this, who was like at the ticket counter. And he like, I don't know what he checked on his little iPad, but he's like, oh yeah, your bag's in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean it's in Miami? And like, I just started to cry at this point. (laughs) We had been at the airport for like 12 hours. (laughs) And John's like holding my hand. He's like, it's okay. We still have to make it to the hotel. But we had no, so we had no clothes either. Right. So like I had like a pair of socks and like. I was wearing jeans. (laughs) Guys, I wore jeans to the airport because they were like super cute. I was like, this is a really cute airport outfit. We'll get to like Miami and like all this stuff. I had nothing. No underwear, no extra anything. No like, like. Face wash, toothpaste. Nothing. Oh my gosh, that was such a fiasco. So, so we get... Uh, what What did we do next? So, we got onto the transport. Oh yeah, we had to we find a shuttle. Line for. Then we had to wait like another 20 minutes for the <laughs> shuttle. Because as we're walking up, the shuttle is pulling away. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So the shuttle is pulling away. We are like, okay, now we're waiting for the next one. They also told us that we were going to be staying at like a... a, Best Western. A Best Western. And then we actually stayed at a... It was like a... Some type of inn. It was a holiday inn. A holiday inn. It actually wasn't so bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. But like, so anyways, we finally... They Texas switched us though, which was the point. Yeah, that's the point. (laughs) So at this point, I'm like, I hate spirit. Like, screw these vouchers. I want to burn them. So we get to the hotel finally, and now they're being inundated with 60 people, you know? So we had to wait in line for like an hour at the fucking... Yeah. (laughs) Bleep. (laughs) So we had to wait like an hour once we got to the hotel. It got to the point where, like, you know, like where you eat breakfast at a hotel and they have like all those like seating areas. Well, like we were in such a long line that it was wrapped through that like seating area. So like John like basically just sat down with our two backpacks and like I just waited in line and I was so defeated. And then finally, (coughs) also we got these vouchers for food. For $7. For $7 each. But they raised it when we got there. So mm-hmm. a win for us. But win. the only place that you could use it at was Denny's. Which, which closed. <laughs> at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so at this point, it is about 8.55. Okay. When we got our key and checked in everything, it was 8.55. We had gotten off that flight at 3 o'clock. So it was 8.55. We got that. They're like, yeah, everything around here closes at 10 because it's a Sunday. So I looked at John, I eat smell. Like I am wearing clothes that I've had on since 7.30. 
My hair looks like a ratted nest. I just felt disgusting, but I looked at John and I said, we have to go to that casino that's right next door. <laughs> so, we went to the casino and we actually had a great time at the casino. We were having the time of our <laughs> lives. We like looked at each other and we were like, yep, it was worth it. Lemonade out of lemons. We like, that's hurry up, we it. run to the bar. I order a strawberry margarita. The bartender was super nice. Yeah. You ordered your... I think you gave me a mojito, which was pretty Yeah. Good. <laughs> We're like, make them extra strong. Oh, no, We're like chugging stuff. them. <laughs> so that was fun though, the casino. And then we spent like, so it was like now nine o'clock, like maybe 9.15. This place closes at 10. We are trying every single card that we have to try and get money out of the ATM because like, like a bunch of our cards were just like not working to be able to get like cash money out. Like not a single one of my cards worked, which was so weird. I've never had a problem with that. Finally, we get $30 out, which was like however many colones, like, like 100,000 <laughs> colones, <laughs> a million colones we got out. And we lost all of our colonies. Yeah, so he got $15, <laughs> I got $15. I was playing my little slots game and having a grand old time and drinking my margarita. And I, I was like, I hope nobody around me is sniffing because I literally look like I've been hit by like a bus over here. I have no idea how we're going to clean our clothes yeah, and what tomorrow is going to look like. Everybody in the casino on a Sunday night is like, So then so we do good. that. We go and John puts all of his money on red and it lands on black. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we're done. We're out. <laughs> we were like laughing. We're like... Well, at least we have these vouchers. $21 a piece. So we had $42 altogether. Worth of Denny's, which is a Worth lot of Denny's. of Denny's. So... In a lot of Denny's in Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the funny part. This is hilarious to me. We order... So we go in there. They're like... We're not seating people anymore, but we do room service to the hotel until like midnight or whatever. So we're like, okay, we'll call back down and we'll like get the food delivered to us. And I'm like, shoot, there's no way to spend $42 at Denny's. We get delivered to us. It was like $47. <laughs> I was like, how is it so much money? But it was honestly, it was fine. Then the next day. And we washed our clothes in like the shower and like yeah. dried them. Yeah, I was like super upset. I was like washing my underwear in the sink. <laughs> And I was just super upset. And I just went and laid down on the bed while they were just soaking. And John's just blow drying them. And we were just having a grand old time. I mean, these are memories we'll have forever, huh? That's right. <laughs> but then we ended up... The craziest part, though, the next day was... Was we were trying to, like... Since we didn't get to do anything that night... We were like, okay, we'll get to, like do something in the morning like maybe we can go to like a zoo or go to like a nature preserve or go to like some type of park or do something like we woke up kind of early thinking that we could do something they like call our room from the hotel and they're like spirit says get to the airport right now because they can get you on a flight or with whatever Jet, yeah with jet blue with jet blue it was a whole thing it was a whole thing so then the next morning we get to the airport, like we're going back and forth, bouncing from the Spirit line to the JetBlue line. And JetBlue's like, there's no reservation for you. They tried to make one, but there's not one. Then we were back at Spirit. We ended up going on the exact same flight. 
that we were supposed to be on originally. And so then all that kind of crazy stuff. The last plug that I want to say for all of this was when we landed back in the U.S. So now it's Monday night. We landed back. John had to wait in the customs line for what? Two hours. Two hours to get through customs, the U.S. customs, once we landed. And me, since I'm a global entry, like, citizen or certified, I'm not sure what they call it. I was able to bypass the whole entire line, and it I didn't even wait in the line. They, like, did this thing where they scanned my face at this machine. I walked through, and I went straight to a uh, agent, walked through, and then I had to go find the spirit lost luggage area. Got my luggage. They actually said that they hid the luggage for me because they thought somebody would try to steal it. So I thought that was very nice of them. Yeah. Very kind-hearted. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Spirit at the Miami airport. Or was it Fort Lauderdale? I don't remember. Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they're they're all pretty close. But anyways, yeah. I was, like, able to go get my luggage. I was able to take a shuttle to go get our car. Pick up food. Pick up food and then go pick up John. So Before I was out of the customs line. I had to do two laps around the airport. So... It was a grand old time, and... So the moral of this entire story is, know what you're getting into when you're flying budget airlines. Yes. Get global entry pass. Yes. And never get off the plane if they offer you a voucher. (laughs) No, I think it was the right move. I felt safer, but like, when we were standing in that customs line, knowing that they had now landed stateside, I was so mad. I was like, I would so much rather do that right now. But anyways, we slept pretty good. We got to go to the casino. We chugged some drinks. And, and we had... $42 worth of Denny's. $47 worth of That's Denny's. Right. And <laughs> we got our next trip booked on Spirit. I think that it'll all feel a lot better when we actually use yeah. the 250 <laughs> When we actually do it. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to figure out where we're going next. We were looking... Seattle is at the top of my list. And then... St. Martin. Saint, going to any of the islands. Miami and Fort Lauderdale. They fly out a lot to that. I was trying to look for RSW. RSWs in Fort Myers. But RSW is just so pricey to fly out of. It's almost not worth it. But anyways, thanks for tuning in to our most memorable travel story of flying Spirit Airlines in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Thanks, John, for tuning in. Always, we want to plug to Apex Painting Group. If you ever need something painted, he's your man. (laughs) (laughs) And follow the Tall Brats on Instagram. (laughs) 